The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And hello again, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel. I'm radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and co-team physician of the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. As always, we're going to talk about a number of sports injury-related topics. We also have our website. Please visit sportsmedicineweekly.com. We're back to get it going right after this on ESPN 1000. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow! That's not good. Or having an accident at work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, our producer and board operator today is Sean Davis. Many thanks to Felix Reyes, Eric Ostrowski, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. Net proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Nick Verma. Dr. Verma sitting in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. You a fan of the Olympics, Dr. Verma? Absolutely. Yeah, it's great to see um, all of the athletes and, and, you know, the accomplishments that um, Dara's had over the years in terms of being involved in in a grueling sport like swimming for for so many different uh, Olympic uh, periods. It's just amazing. Yeah, Dr. Verma brings up the name Dara. It is Dara Torres, a five-time Olympian, 12-time medalist, talking about the Olympic experience. Uh, Dara, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Wow. We want to talk about, boy, we could probably go on for a long time <laughs> and uh, ask you how you do it at your age and uh, really how you've done it for so many years. But you are an Olympic icon, and uh, it's amazing you competed in your first Olympic Games um, in 1984, correct? Yes, 17 yeah. years old. I just finished my junior year in high school. Wow, and then at age 41, you became the oldest swimmer ever to compete in the Olympic Games. Tell us about what you attribute your exceptional mental strength and dedication to. Well, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I always thought I was retired, and then I'd take a long break, and then I'd come back. And so, you know, swimming is a, it, like you said a few minutes ago, it's a very grueling sport. Um, it's year-round, so it's not like you have a season, then you're off for a few months and you can come back. You basically get a couple weeks off at the end of the summer, and that's it. You start right back up again. So it could be very monotonous and very grueling. I mean, it's a wonderful exercise, though. Um, but when I uh, trained for 1984 and 1988 Olympics, uh, after that I had one more year of college and I was done. I'm like, all right, that's it, I'm done. You know, you didn't really see uh, athletes competing after college. It wasn't really... Um, super popular or common back in the 80s. And so when I graduated high, uh, college, I actually, my last year in college, I, I played volleyball. at you know, I went to University of Florida, and I, so I played volleyball and I hung, I hung up my suits to dry. And so after I graduated college, I went to New York and just started working. And 
got the itch for, to train for 92. And I thought it would be cool, and I'm 25 years old. Not a lot of people can say they've been to three Olympics, and, you know, 25 is kind of old, so maybe I'll do, do something that a lot of people haven't done before. And, you know, I went, and they actually called me the grandma on the team there being 25, which obviously is much different nowadays than it was back then. And then I retired again. And so I went from, like, taking a year and a half off, coming back and swimming, and then I retired for seven years. Uh, so, and then I came back again in, in 2000, retired another five, six years, came back again. So I think for me, uh, if I had swum all those years, that would have been if I had made it seven Olympic games. And I don't know if mentally I could have done that. So I think I sort of recharged my, my, um, my psyche and also my body by taking these breaks, but it wasn't like I went into these breaks thinking I'd ever come back. It was just I really missed the sport a lot and thought I could try to uh, challenge myself to see what I can do as I got older. Sarah, it seems like that you know whatever sport you choose, there there are a certain few individuals who have been able to uh, defy the normal um, aging process as we think about it. Whether it's Tom Brady or Nolan Ryan, um, obviously for you to do what you did for the over the length of time, I think you talked about taking some breaks in the middle. But were there one or two other tips that you can give the audience in terms of things that you did that you think really helped you to uh, to stay healthy and avoid any significant injuries that took you away from your sport? Well, um, I did have a few significant injuries. I've had um, a few knee surgeries and, and shoulder surgeries. And so I, I've had my share, but I, what I've learned over the years is you have to listen to your body. So when I was younger, I'd injure myself. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll just kind of swim through. It's no big deal. And you can bounce back. I mean, your recovery is so quick as a young, you know, tyke or whatever. But as I got older, I realized, you know, I really need to just listen to my body. And the minute I felt something kind of off, like, oh, my gosh, I have to go see my doctor, you know. And so my, my, the way I approached things was a little different. Um, I have a perfect example. When I, was, when I took off seven years and I decided to come back and train for the 2000 Olympics, I went out to Stanford and trained with a coach named Richard Quick. And I don't know, about five or six months in, uh, I was working out and he said, you know what, let's just do a set really quick, really fast swim and time you. I'm like, but we haven't really even finished warm-up. He said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And so he'd time me on some really short sprints. He's like, all right, now you can get out and take the rest of the weekend off. It was a Friday. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And I always had the mental um, capacity of thinking, well, you know, the more I do, the better I am. And so when people would finish practices, I would still continue and go run or do something after practice because I thought, well, if I do more, I'll be that far ahead of everyone. So when he told me to take that practice off and the rest of the weekend, and he said, if I see you running or doing anything, I'm going to be very upset, um, I couldn't sort of um, compute that in my head to understand why he was saying that. But when I came back on Monday morning, I listened to him. I took that practice off. I didn't swim all re- weekend or do any type of physical activity. When I came back, I had the best workout of my life, and I realized, wow, okay, this is what recovery is. And so as I got older and started training at 41, um, I went from doing nine workouts a week up to about 33 years old to doing five workouts a week at 41 years old to train for the 2008 Olympics. So it really made a difference the more I listened to my body as I got older. Yeah, I think that's been my experience too, just looking at guys who, you know, in baseball, the the 200-inning-a-year pitchers are are guys who just seem to defy the aging process as well. And I think the ones that are successful are very systematic about the way they approach uh, their sport and the way they take care of their bodies. Right. Busy with uh, Dara Torres, uh, five-time Olympian, 12-time medalist. I'm Steve Kasha with Dr. Nick Verma here at Sports Medicine Weekly. Um, what is your fitness routine like today, uh, Dara? Can you tell us that as you balance family work and everything else in your life? 
Well, I always find it important to do some type of exercise. Uh, I mean, I'll take a day off or a couple of days off for the week, but for the most part, um, you know, I, I try to encourage people, even if they have nine to five jobs, you know, if they work in a building, walk the stairs, or if you're a stay-at-home mom, grab some cans of food and do some exercise, like bicep curls or tricep extensions or something. Like, I always feel like there's no excuse to not be able to try to find something to do to get your heart rate up just a little bit or, or do something to, um, you know, build your muscles up a little bit. So for me personally, um, I've really taken to boxing. Um, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but I, I love it. It's an overall great body workout and also helps you aerobically. Um, and so that I've really enjoyed. I do that a couple of days a week. Uh, I've also really gotten into bar method, which uh, is an overall toning workout. I was a little intimidating when I first saw it because you're on a ballet bar, and I'm such a jock that I didn't think I would like it it was a little too dainty and feminine, but it's not dainty or feminine at all. So I've enjoyed that a lot too. And, and I try to hit the gym a couple of days a week and make sure that I tone my muscles with weights and, and of course swim and a little biking. So I kind of mix it up. I feel like a lot of people get in a routine uh, where when they go to the gym or do something, they kind of do it over and over again because they remember what it is. It's just kind of easy to do, which is fine for a little while, but then your body plateaus and you don't really see, you know, the weight staying off or the muscles still building. So I think it's really important that um, you add some variety into your workout. Yeah, you got to confuse the body, right, Dr. Nick? Is that what, you know, Dara was kind of talking about right there because uh, I get too much into the same routine doing the same, you know, uh, body exercises. Yeah, and I think one of the best points you made is, is about uh, recovery time. And uh, there, there is definitely such a thing as too much of a good thing. And you, you've got to listen to your body and know when, uh, when you need some time down. Dara Torres is our guest. And finally, Dara, what, what, would, you, what would be the best way uh, for people to follow you and your contributions to the fitness world? Uh, you know, I just started recently posting uh, videos, uh, just kind of sporadically, and not every day. I have kind of a crazy life, and it's always hard to like ask, ask someone to, uh, you know, video me while I'm doing some exercises. But but when I am in the gym, or I can find someone to come over and videotape me, uh, I try to post on Instagram and also on Twitter. So um, I think it's important sometimes for people to to see sort of a variety of different things you can do, whether you're on the road or, um, you know, something else that you're doing that, that you may think you don't have time to do. And then, you know, I, I give the exercise, sort of explain how to do it and explain why I'm doing it. So on my um, Instagram, I'm at SwimDara, and on Twitter, I'm at Dara Taurus, and all in one word. So I try to post it at least once a week, but it's been a little infrequent because I've been so crazy busy with travel. But, um, you know, if they want to follow me on that, that would be great. One of the greatest female competitive swimmers of all time, Dara Torres, the Olympian, the Olympic icon. Dara, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Uh, it's been a great pleasure visiting with you, and thanks for sharing it with our, with our listeners. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. Thanks, Appreciate Dara. it. Back with more Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmulkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. 
Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News & World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. Allosource's products help surgeons get their patients back into the game of life. Prochondrex, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore movement. To learn more about Prochondrex, visit Prochondrex.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. We're back on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel and Dr. Nick Verma sitting in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. You can follow us on Twitter at SMW Home, and we have a Facebook page as well. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Dr. Verma, you're with Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, shoulder, knees, elbows. Um... How does your research and clinical trials kind of fit into uh, your knowledge base and, and taking you guys uh, a further distance? So it's a great question, and I'm glad you asked, Steve. You know, what we focus on at Rush is obviously taking good care of patients, but a big part of our time is also spent uh, performing what we call translational research. And when I say the word translational research, what we mean is that we're looking at clinical problems that we see every day in our patients, problems that we see that we haven't been able to solve to our satisfaction or to the satisfaction of our patients. And so we take those problems and we take them to, to the laboratory. We take them for biomechanical testing. We take them to um, the bench work uh, that we do to try to solve those problems. So it's either developing better procedures, developing medications that can augment healing, um, looking at better fixation devices for trying to heal a rotator cuff, et cetera. And so one of the ways that we do that is, is in clinical trials in which patients participate. So uh, a good example is right now one of our interests is in uh, biologics, and the field of biologics is growing. And what biologics really means is that we're trying to use specific uh, medications, cells, growth factors to improve the body's ability to heal. And if we can get the body to heal either uh, faster or more completely, that's obviously going to translate into better outcomes for patients. Uh, and so that's been one of our focuses recently in terms of the clinical trials that are ongoing. How often do you spend like that time compared to seeing patients and, and surgery and things? You know, it's a little bit hard to uh, to separate it out because um, in some cases it overlaps. So a, a clinical trial is really where you're actually gotten to the stage that you can uh, begin to test out uh, different hypotheses using actual patients. So currently the, the trials that come to mind right now that we have ongoing are, are using um, stem cells. And as you know, Stem cells are a hot topic. We see them adver advertised uh, readily. We see claims being made about stem cells doing everything from uh, uh, curing cancer, reversing paralysis, curing arthritis. And unfortunately, um, stem cell space is widely unregulated. So what happens is the FDA approves stem cells um, or stem cell harvest uh, ability as being safe. If you're going to take somebody's own blood or, or blood products out, you're not going to process or change the cells, and then you're going to inject them back in. 
The FDA says that's safe and you can do that using some of the approved devices that are able to do that. What they don't regulate is any claims that are made about the efficacy of using stem cells for a given treatment. And so at Rush, we, we feel very uncomfortable just telling patients that we're going to use uh, stem cells for arthritis or for an ACL problem without having any evidence to support that it works. And so when we use these products, we often are doing it under research uh, trials where we can actually look at, uh, look at the use of these products scientifically and make a determination are they working? Are they not working? And for what conditions they're working, for what conditions they're not working? And what predicts whether a patient is a good patient to have a treatment like a biologic versus a patient that it's not going to benefit? Interesting stuff. Dr. Nick Verma, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, sports medicine specialist, shoulder, knee, elbow surgeon. Thank you, Dr. Nick. We're going to take a break, come back with more of our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, after this on ESPN Radio. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News & World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Uh, ow! That's not good. Or having an accident. At work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly, Chicago's premier sports medicine program. Coming your way each and every Saturday morning from 8.30 to 9, only on ESPN 1000. To access prior shows, interviews, and valuable resources on sports injury and fitness, please visit our new blog at smwhome.net or sportsmedicineweekly.com. That's also our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Nick Verma filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. And um, Dr. Verma, uh, have you ever had coconut water? I have. I've had it in a natural form from a coconut and from a bottle. Haven't been a big fan, so I'm excited to hear about uh, how this is different. Yeah, we've got a uh, gentleman online with us, the president and CEO of Coco 5, and he promises that uh, this is a delicious coconut water without having to sacrifice the the taste and uh 
uh, you've got all your healthy, natural, low-calorie, low-sugar in this coconut water. So let's bring on Scott Sandler, the president and CEO of Coco5. How are you, Scott? Great, guys. How are you? Good. I understand uh, you first had uh, Coco5 formulated for the professional athletes, and now it's uh, good for everybody. What is it? So it's ours. Is, the thing that makes ours a little bit different than everybody else is the flavor. I mean, the one thing that we figured uh, early on was the only way to compete with the big people, uh, you know, the larger brands, was to be a little bit different, and the only way that we could be different was our flavors. People, you know, knew the benefits of coconut water, but nobody liked the way it tasted. And uh, we felt that in order to be successful and be a little bit different, we, for three years, worked on the flavor profile. Scott, can you talk about the benefits of uh, coconut water just in its natural form? Why why is it so good for us? Well, you know, the rehydration factor is probably the fastest form of rehydration there is. It enters in through your cells, not so much in through the bloodstream. And, you know, people found that it was the, the fastest form of rehydration there was, but again, didn't taste good. And that was where the problem was. So what do you do to make it taste good, and how, how do you guys formulate this stuff? So ours is 100% natural, and we use vegetables and fruits for the flavors and for the coloring. So in our product, you know, uh, there is nothing in there that's not natural. And um, it just, you know, again, our profile, uh, the way it's blended is uh, much different than everybody else's on the market. Too much sodium, too much potassium, people don't realize, but it stops absorption. Our product was made for maximum absorption. We made it uh, in 2010 for one of Chicago's um, NHL hockey teams. And the uh, first year they were drinking it, they won the Stanley Cup. And from that point forward, uh, it was kind of the go-to drink in the NHL. Who commonly drinks your product, Scott? So we originally designed it for athletes. No intentions of going to market in 2010. Um, they win the Stanley Cup. People get traded goes to other athletes or goes to other teams. We then found the product in seven more locker rooms. Today, as we sit, we're in 67 professional and collegiate locker rooms. Um, and that not being our biggest customer. Our biggest customer is mom buying the product for herself, the family, and the kids. So, Scott, there's certainly a lot of competition in the hydration market. I mean, we, we see um, so many different products that come through a training room. What, what sets this apart from some of the more traditional, you know, high visibility, high name um, nutrition or hydration products that are out there specifically designed for the athlete? Without mentioning the product, which everybody knows, we're the healthy version of that product. Low in sugar, low in calories, and we're 100% natural, which they are not. There's no high fructose corn syrup. There's no chemicals. There's no dyes. There's nothing. And even though you guys have the fruit sweetener in there, you're still able to keep the sugars out, huh? So it's not that we take the sugars out. You know, in its natural form, coconut water has sugar. So we don't like to tell anybody there's no sugar in the product, but it's very low in sugar. Per serving, we have 7 grams of sugar, actually less than 7 grams of sugar. That's pretty good. Um, Everyone's always looking at that, yeah. Yeah, and and to be fair, I mean, if if you are involved in a workout program, you probably do need some uh, sugar in the the, uh, rehydration as well. So it it probably doesn't need to be sugar-free per se. Anytime, yeah, anytime you see no calories, no sugar, no good. (laughs) And that's the easiest way to remember. You need calories, you need some sugars, um, you know, and obviously... It's got to taste good. Our guest is Scott Sandler. He is the president and CEO of Coco Five, C O C O, and the letter, the number five. Uh, it's Sports Medicine Weekly here on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Nick Verma, Dr. Nick sitting in for Dr. Brian Cole. We're talking about uh, the best coconut water beverage uh, we assume here on the market. And um, let me ask you, 
Scott, you're talking about the professional athletes. Um, what about the uh, the younger kids? Uh, I've got two boys, you know, 13 and 10, playing, you know, travel baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Um, you know, are the kids are the kids into this drink as well? 100%. You know, people thought we were crazy because, you know, we got validated by the highest form of athlete, the professional athlete, which, you know, they make a lot of money, they can drink whatever they want, and nobody's going to tell them what they're going to drink. They liked the product. That was a big plus for us. But the biggest plus for us as a company was the kids. Kids don't lie. And we used to joke in our company, and we had a little thing called the spit test. You know, kids, if they don't like something, they spit it out. You're not going to get a kid to swallow it. They spit it out. So we used to joke, and we would go to these tastings. We'd go around to little peewee football games, the hockey games, the baseball games, and we'd give it to kids as the samples, and kids loved it. And, um, you know, we joked we survived the spit test because the kids didn't spit it out. Scott, you know, the, the, the use of these sports nutrition drinks has become a fad such that not only do we see them in training rooms, but we see them on the train or, or in the airport. And people seem to be drinking them just um, as part of their normal um, day-to-day diet. What, what are the value for somebody who may not be an athlete? But we all know the importance of hydration. We're supposed to drink something like 8 to 10 glasses of water per day. Um, is this a drink that, that people should just use as their normal form of hydration? Absolutely. You know, like, I have the same problem. I love to drink something. You get thirsty. Your body will not crave. It doesn't crave water. Your body needs water, but it doesn't crave water. We have six flavors that I promise you, I don't care who you are, I promise you, you'll find at least one of our flavors that you will like. And that was our biggest thing, again, that, you know, when we set out to make this product, we wanted to make sure that this could be the drink for everyone and that everybody would find either a flavor or taste that they liked. Where do people buy it, Scott? It's available at every Mariano's, every Whole Foods, Sunset Foods, and then almost everywhere else throughout the Chicago area where they sell product, you know, from ice rinks to swimming clubs to bowling alleys. It's almost available almost everywhere. Coco 5 is the name, and uh, where do you guys make this stuff? So the product is made for us in Wisconsin uh, and Chicago. So we batch it here in Chicago, and then we bottle it in Wisconsin. Now, not a lot of coconuts in Chicago or Wisconsin. I guess you get those imported in? <laughs> yes, we, we, we bring coconuts in from either Indonesia or Brazil. Okay. How would you start this? Again, Scott Sandler, our guest, we're... Uh, uh, going to wrap it up here soon with you, Scott, but how did you start this company? So a friend of mine, Mike Gapsky, the head trainer for the Chicago Blackhawks, was looking for an alternative to one of the most popular sports drinks in the market today that you know really didn't meet the standards of what he felt for the athletes to drink because of the high fructose corn syrup and the other chemicals and dyes that were in the product. And uh, basically, being a little bit of an entrepreneur, called me up and said, hey, if I brought you a recipe, could you find somebody to make it taste good? And we laughed, and I said, sure. And I had a friend of mine that was a food scientist, and we brought him this product and kind of made it into what we needed to make it into. Neat stuff. And the website is coco, C-O-C-O-5.com. It's amazing to see uh, how far the science of hydration has come in professional sports. I mean, it's gotten to the point, I read an article recently about, uh, I'm sure you guys all saw the uh, purchase of the new planes for the New England Patriots. Yeah. They've, they've got, uh, uh, within their laboratories on the planes, they're able to measure urination and the amount of urination so they can keep track of the hydration of their players as they're going out to a game and returning from a game. So that, that's where we've gotten, that's the level we've gotten to in professional sports today. Yeah, the sports science, that's really amazing stuff. Hey, Scott, thanks so much for, for joining us. Uh, interesting to, uh, to listen to you talk about uh, Coco 5, and uh, congratulations on the success, formulator for the professional athletes, and now uh, really uh, good for everybody. 
and um, you say it's the stuff that people don't like coconut water, uh, you got to try this stuff. So I'm interested to uh, sample it myself. I'm sure Dr. Nick is as well. Maybe find you coconut water you like, right? Yeah, exactly. All righty. Thanks so much, Scott, for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. Guys, thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. You too. Coco5.com is the website. It's a coconut water, Coco5. Stay with us. More of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages here on ESPN Radio. Allosource's products help surgeons get their patients back into the game of life. Prochondrex, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore movement. To learn more about Prochondrex, visit Prochondrex.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I looked forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. That's all the time we have for this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger, our board operator and producer, Felix Reyes, as well as David Cole for operating our website and doing our business side of Sports Medicine Weekly. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again next Saturday at 8.30 for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on ESPN Radio. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.